recently I saw a tweet by a congressman from New York with over 300,000 followers. He said that standardized testing is a pillar of systemic racism. That tweet stirred up a lot of controversy. It would be nice if this were just an isolated incident, but it's not. It has real consequences in the world. And it would also be nice if this man and the people who say these things were just posturing. They're only saying it because they want to show that they fit within some ideological narrative. But it's not just posturing. It's people really believing it and implementing their thoughts into action in education and the school system, not just at the college level, but also at the high school level, middle school level. And this person was a former middle school teacher. His name is Jamal Bowman. I'm going to be talking about what I'm calling the war on competence, talking about why people are so against standardized testing and what specifically I don't like about this argument, because it's not just about the pros and cons of standardized testing. It's about much more than that. Oh my God, what am I doing? Hi, welcome to Just Thinking Out Loud. My name is Desiree. So, as I said, these ideas have real consequences. Over half of four-year colleges and universities in the United States have stopped using standardized tests such as SAT and ACT for admission because of these ideas. As you may or may not know, there's an Every Student Succeeds Act flashing stuff on the screen. I can't not look at it. <laughs> there's something called the Every Student Succeeds Act, which allows parents to possibly opt out of standardized testing for their children and which allows schools to possibly opt out of them. By the way, this is in direct contrast to a conversation that I recently had with Catherine Farvel Singh about charter schools and about how it's very important to use standardized testing to figure out whether or not students have achieved competency in certain things before moving on to the next level. There are a lot of articles about universities and colleges not needing to use standardized testing in order to admit people to their schools but it's not just random colleges across the u.s that are doing this but also very selective colleges are starting to think about this and they're now using the pandemic as another reason which i guess makes sense to not have the standardized testing when they're considering their admissions but they're still using other kinds of tests it's just that it makes things more subjective, not less subjective. I also really want to point out that this is not just about standardized testing at the college or university level, but it's also about standardized testing before that middle school, high school. And it's important for these tests to be there because it helps the whole teachers accountable and it helps with assessing whether or not students have reached whatever level they need to reach. They have some knowledge that they've already built on that will then help them in the future when they're learning other things. So maybe it's not important for certain things but if you're putting students in an environment where they're not able to compete effectively against their pairs because they don't actually have the same knowledge that their pairs have that's kind of cruel now if you're bringing someone in from the beginning and you're teaching them every single thing that they need to know that would make some sense but if you have some kind of base foundation everything builds on top of something else so it's important to assess whether or not students have knowledge and whether or not teachers are actually doing a good job so the idea behind standardized testing not being good it's not just the pros and cons, which I agree with. That's something to be discussed. It's the idea that standardized testing is really biased. And it's really important 
to note that when people say biased hair in this context of standardized testing, they specifically mean in terms of the outcomes. This seems to be another one of those words that has changed meaning, at least from the way I understood it, because I understood bias to mean subjectivity. Whereas they say bias is difference in outcomes. So that's uh, something that people might not actually realize that they're talking about different things when they use the word bias. That's all they mean. And this also comes from another assumption that equality of outcomes is just rather than equality of the process. So this congressman didn't just tweet what he said. He linked to a publication and that publication goes into linking standardized testing with racism. And it also says that the history of standardized testing has to do with racism. These people who write these articles, if you read them, I've read multiple ones, who are advocating for this position and there are lots of websites and they're succeeding in implementing their ideas. You really want to note that they don't believe in such a thing as an intelligence quotient, that's IQ, but they also don't believe in competence, period, because you also have other standardized tests other than something like an IQ test that are, they're all measuring something and they're trying to remove that. And as we know, there's some kind of correlation between something like an IQ test and an SAT test, uh, for example. They also automatically associate different results as something having happened beforehand, and that's what they see as bias at the end with the outcome. So they're trying to eliminate that and I also noticed that they think that anyone who argues for standardized tests is arguing for bias and arguing for um, the existence of inferiority of the groups or group, multiple groups usually that aren't doing as well as the other groups. So they implicitly, if I went and I started talking about how it's important to measure IQ, they immediately attach that to some arguments about inferiority. So that's just something to note that this is something that they do and I don't think that's necessarily the case. Obviously, there are many people who do do that. They explicitly think about inferiority. But when you say inferiority, what, what do you mean by that? That could mean genetics, which is like the horror that everyone is always scared about. Uh, but it could also mean something like culture or family structure or the other inequality things which these people and sometimes the people that they believe they're fighting against they are real they exist it automatically start looking down on people because they might have less of some attribute um that is associated with doing well or being at the top being one of the top achievers for one of these tests so essentially what I get from that is that they don't believe in reality being discovered. They're trying to remove anything that's objective that allows you to see what's happening. They believe in shaping it by going backwards to remove anything that will show these disparities. Shaping it to fit to what they want things to be like. As I always say, I don't think we should ignore our emotions. I, I think that they're very important, but they have to work in conjunction with um, objective reality in conjunction with the things that you don't want to see so you might not like that outcomes are different but that doesn't mean you discard them you figure out how to match up how you're feeling emotionally from caring about other people with how things actually are and then you can move forward from there but a lot of people can't can't do that Anyway, so thinking about all of this, I also wanted to know what the stats are on standardized testing um, and for the College Board 2019 SAT results, it's clear that Asians outperform everyone else, not white people. And, you know, they're talking about systemic racism, but when they say that, they specifically mean white supremacy. And that, that particular tweet that I looked at, he talked about systemic racism, but a lot of the other articles 
like including national associations, they specifically talk about white supremacy. But if you look at the data from 2019, Asians outperform others on both the reading English, uh, reading and uh, writing, I think it is, and then also the math. So I think the ERW, I'm going to put that graphic, stands for English, reading and writing, and then there's also math. And it's really, really interesting how much they outperform everyone else, specifically on math. Like, that's just something, like, why is nobody talking about that? Or, I mean, people people are talking about it, like me. But, you know, with these politicians and stuff, that that's so, like, wow. I guess it's just nothing nothing to see there. <laughs> it's just nothing at all. I realized I didn't actually give the numbers. So for the average for all test takers, it's 531 for the English reading writing. I think that's what ERW stands for. I don't actually know. 528 for math. For females, it's 534 for the ERW, whatever that stands for, and 519 for math. For men, it's 529 for the ERW and 537 for math. And then for the ethnic breakdowns, for American Indian or Alaska Natives, it's 461 for ERW and 451 for math. So you can compare that to the average of 531 and 528, the total one. For Asians, it's 586 for ERW and 637 for math. For Black or African American, it's um, 476 for ERW and 457 for math. For Hispanic or Latino, it's 495 for ERW and 483 for math. For Native Hawaiian or other Pacific Islander, it's 487 for ERW and 478 for math. For white, it's 562 for ERW and 553 for math. For two or more races, it's 554 for ERW and 540 for math. And people who didn't classify themselves like that, it's, <laughs> that would probably be me. It's 472 for ERW and 487 for math. And I'm putting lots of links um, in my sources, but you got to click through uh, in the description to get there. So you can compare that. I guess I'll say the number, the Asian math is 637 compared to um, white 553 um, and uh, black 457 and Hispanic or Latino 483. So I think that's a that's a huge jump that's not there. Um, and I also think the female to male reading writing uh, is interesting, but I think I said that in the actual recording. I was trying to not bore you with the numbers, but it's better to give the actual data. And I also thought the reading and writing versus math for the breakdown by gender, male versus female, is also interesting because there's a clear correlation where men seem to, on average, be doing better than, um, be scoring better than females um, with math, and then vice versa, women seem to be scoring better than males um, in terms of the English reading and writing, which we know that there's like some thing between verbal ability and um, mathematical ability that there's you see patterns in terms of the genders and then also looking at global data if you look country by country you can see that the asian countries like china they do a lot better than those in europe and then the us and then uh, south america latin america so that's also interesting that's only one way to break it down you know you can always break groups down differently and looking at countries breaking them down by country is just one way of doing that 
So we're hearing these ideas about systemic racism, but I, I don't see the, the data matching up to what they mean specifically when they say systemic racism, which is the white supremacy. And you have to click a lot to get to the data that they're talking about when they're linking standardized testing to racism. They first talk about it being used um, in the military and then how again when they say bias they're specifically talking about groups performing differently data is very important for holding people accountable and even in this article they link at the bottom so you have to click through to the pdfs but i found it interesting that what they do is not show specifically where they're getting their information from but they give the experts conclusion about how standardized testing was specifically made up historically in order to be prejudiced against minorities. So this initial claim that standardized testing is there for systemic racism and that that's the origins of it is just a lie. That's a total lie. And <laughs> that's why it's like, it's interesting that they want to remove objective standards and they also can't link specifically to where they're making these claims from when they specifically make it. Not, not that the average reader is not going to click through to look at the PDF that goes into all the details. And I think they should put that front and center and they don't. So I just, I think that's interesting that they do that. So standardized testing dates back to 2000 years ago in China with the Han Dynasty where the Chinese government actually decided to use well at first standardized testing was limited to only certain groups of people who were i guess the elites or the nobles of chinese society back then but then standardized testing was a way for people from other classes to be able to rise to top positions in government bureaucracies because they weren't being limited by their background and they could prove that they had certain skills because it wasn't just being based on their heritage. So the origins of standardized testing is actually a way to remove bias because you're not looking at someone's heritage, but you're looking at their competence level, their, their skill set, and not limiting them based on their background. And in the past, that would have been called bias is what's happening when you're letting people in, not what these people who are against standardized testing seem to be calling bias, which is the outcome at the end. The idea that standardized testing is unique to the United States is an obvious error in their argument that it's racist and it also displays the common self-obsession of the US with itself that's unable to look at itself or its issues outside of its own context. It just, you know, it can't think beyond that. And if the military needed to use IQ tests, doesn't that say a lot? You know, like if the military, militaries all over the world historically they draft people from every segment of society they don't limit them so i don't think they're trying to limit groups of people if they're using an iq test that's because they need it because you need a certain level of competency to get things done so in reading this stuff i want to point out that i do think that there are pros and cons to standardized testing but i am very much against the argument that it has anything to do with racism and that is the principal argument that these people are using in order to say that standardized testing shouldn't exist. I also think it's really important to be able to measure what is happening with students to see that they're progressing properly. Like it, it seems to me so, so often that people are not really trying to help. They're just trying to get these 
end goals that don't actually help the people that they say they're trying to help and it's unfortunate i think there's a little bit of malice in it as i've said before i think there's a little bit of vanity in it as well but it's also just unfortunate there's also the issue of streaming being important because students learn at a different pace so it's not good for students who need more of a challenge to be working alongside students who don't and it's also not good for the students who need more help to be working alongside students who are learning the material a lot more quickly than they are or are up to speed at a level that's much higher than they are like, these things are important for facilitating the learning of uh, students people don't like inequality the existence of it in uh humans specifically they i think they like it in a lot of other places they like it when it comes to talents like singing artistic things really i i, I don't know why but people don't seem to be able to make the connection that that's the same kind of inequality that you might be seeing when it comes to outcomes in another area they think that everyone should have a baseline in terms of competency like income general income and they're also willing to shape reality or try to shape reality to fit that another question that i have is is this really going to have the outcome that they want because at the end of the day even if someone doesn't take a standardized test they're still going to have to prove themselves in another way they're still going to have to compete against their peers in terms of the work that they do end up doing after they pass the standardized test and they might not be prepared because people were doing away with standardized tests all throughout their lives or even when they do okay and they get in and they get the same education is it going to have the effect that people want because there's still going to be inequality at the end like you're done with the standardized testing maybe you try and remove people even collecting this data which i think you should do for everything then not just the facts that people who push for equality don't like but the facts that people who push for equality use in order to advance their arguments all of it must go if they're going to start you know not collecting data on how people are performing and breaking it down by groups they just gotta stop it all in some ways it would be nice but then they would find something else like class or just something else to argue over people performing differently or gender or whatever i don't know that it's going to give them the result that they're looking for then the next thing to do is to just blame it on human malice again and then I don't know maybe killing people because well let's just eliminate the evil that's causing this great justice so if people want to deal with inequality because they care and i think most of us have that instinct to help other people we are social beings <laughs> when we see them not doing not just not as well off but like not doing well i think you have to look at the truth first and then combine that with how you're feeling and then move from there but you have to be able to look at what's happening first to conclude this argument about standardized testing really has to do with people not liking the results and that's what they're calling bias the results they're also linking it specifically to racism not just looking at the pros and cons of standardized testing which i think is a discussion that can be had and they are succeeding in their goals people are trying to remove standardized testing not just at the college level which has already happened and not just at the college level but also at selective colleges like the top colleges but they're also trying to remove it before students get to college which i think is not good because we need to have some kind of accountability um, and a way to make sure that students are learning before they get to the next stage and i think that they are 
cutting off their nose to spite their face because what people end up doing with their skills is benefiting society so eventually if they took it to the extreme which they might they're just going to have to learn from the lack of the output that they're used to getting from people like i'm just looking at my room like all the things in here is it's like a product of humans human like intelligence and creativity and honoring that competence and allowing it to achieve what it can do is what results in the things that we all like like that is what results in the things we like about living with each other is getting things done and having it work correctly etc so they want to do that fine <laughs> they can have their war and competency but i don't think it will have the results that they're looking for either in like the medium term with like how students end up performing in the long term they're still gonna have to compete with their peers and in the like extra long term like how it doesn't help society in terms of using the talent that's there to get what it wants like creating nice things for everyone else and because we're specifically talking about the u.s you can also look at it at a national level like if other countries aren't doing this, you are going to, to see results in the long term in terms of the U.S. performing compared to other countries that don't have these nonsensical, as in illogical ideas. That's what I had to say um, on this topic. Thank you for listening. If you like my content, please take the time to go and support it at justthinkingoutloud.tv slash support. Also remember that you can listen to this on the podcast version. You can search for just thinking out loud on some podcast directory you'll probably find it and also you can sign up for a monthly newsletter for exclusive updates on what's happening with the channel and also just to connect with me in case i end up being kicked off you know off mainstream platforms because i want to say the truth and be myself be an individual as well if you're new to the channel, don't forget to subscribe and give a like and share the video so that other people can find out about this content and the things that I say. Other than that, I hope that you have a good day and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.